Hey yo, we was having a ball, and you know they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. As always, my name is Chris. I'm your host. I'm not going anywhere. And I want to wish everybody a happy new year. And uh, sending you guys all my best. I appreciate all of you guys. Uh, we are in our sixth year of podcasting at this point. Six seasons. And we've grown uh, quite immensely due to everyone listening and helping with spreading the message. So, before we talk about everything today, just know that I appreciate you guys um, big time, big time. Appreciate each and every one of you, everybody leaving reviews, everybody reposting the show, everyone um, doing their part to help us grow, and, and and most importantly, implementing what I'm teaching you so you know you too can accomplish uh, whatever it is that you desire. <clears throat> and you know, speaking of desirability, uh, today we're going to talk about. Um, the number one problem, along with some some serious problems in leadership in America today, and I'm going to give you guys perspective from uh, 2023 will be my 19th year in a leadership role. So we'll just say two decades and give you guys my perspective of what I see uh, and some things that we can easily make changes on uh, as a society and as a country uh, and even as a world uh, depending on how you look at things, but um, with some simple changes, in my opinion. And granted, it's not as simple as making some simple changes, but with some simple changes, I believe humanity's mindset, specifically when it comes to leadership, could be um, vastly different and more effective. And uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. So you know, without further ado, let's jump into the number one problem that I see in leadership uh, within our country, specifically today. Number one problem with leadership in America, all right, prior to us discussing this one problem, let me give you just quick perspective. Leadership is one of my favorite languages. I've been in leadership now for 19 years since I entered the military in 2004 under very different circumstances at different points within my journey. But the fact remains that leadership is probably one of the most common things I talk about on a daily basis outside of mindset, and, and mindset and leadership go hand in hand. Um, but focusing on leadership, guys, the the thing about leadership is it's it's vastly changing. It's it's changing for the, the humans. You know, in in the day-to-day circumstances, like ourselves, is cha- leadership is changing ourselves personally. Leadership is changing for the family unit, for the small business unit, for the community, for the state, and federally, as as many of you might agree with, especially on the federal level and state level, but it trickles down as well. And a lot of I think a lot of people forget that leadership 
uh, starts with ourselves and then it builds from there, like your family um, and then potentially your business if you have one or, uh, you know, if you work in a company, the leadership within a company you in your community. I, I believe a lot of people forget about that aspect of leadership. And, and most importantly, we need to understand that leadership begins with ourselves, leadership of ourselves. We've talked a lot about leadership of ourselves on the show in the past and and that's where it all starts. And today, I believe that the number one problem with leadership in America is is the softening of society, specifically the American society. Our our society has trained changed drastically since uh, World War II. Uh, I was actually doing uh, some reading on this today, and uh, I was reading a leadership book that was referencing leadership post-World War II, and the book was written in the 90s uh, that I was reading, so it was approximately um, 70 years from the 40s to the 1990s. I believe I'm doing the math correctly. Uh, No, I'm not doing the math correctly. It's 50 years, all right? But the point that I'm getting at here is um, leadership has been changing and our society has been changing. And uh, everyone knows that the great generation from uh, that, you know, that they were born, I believe, in the 20s, the 30s. They went to the war in in the 40s. Uh, The great generation was the last tough generation. Now, I'm not knocking the baby boomers since. I'm not knocking Gen X. I'm not knocking millennials. I'm not knocking Gen Z. What I'm saying is they were the last great tough generation. And since then, we've had several generations, and it seems as though each generation is getting softer and softer and softer and softer. And just to kind of bring it full circle for a second to not forget about the number one problem in leadership in America today is the softening of our society. It is very rampant, the expectations of what our media determines as important. Uh, it, it's very rampant what our expectations of our government believe, uh, is in, believes is important. And then even on a social media level, it's very rampant what people think are important. And there's this overpowering sense of softness. And to be honest with you, softness is needed. It definitely is needed as a leader to be deployed in situations. However, when you have an entire country and an entire society that has gotten softer over generations and has gotten to the point to where the entire country operates off how other people feel. And there's no there's no denying that. Our entire country operates off of how other people feeling and their feelings, and we have to respect their feelings for political correctness. I personally believe that political correctness is a way of silencing us and our opinions. I believe that political correctness is just a uh, dictator jargon to soften the truth and focus on feelings in many cases, including when it comes to leadership. And I know I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but stay with me, right? If our entire society has become politically correct and we're very concerned with how other people feel, which is needed from time to time, but as a society where we're always considering how other people feel, as a leader, 
How are we supposed to lead and hold people accountable when we're constantly having to understand how people feel in every situation as a leader? And the polarity is, as a leader, you do have to understand how people feel. However, in a macro perspective, as a leader, when our entire society operates off how people feel, where is the threshold of holding other people accountable for their actions? Using our federal government as an example, and and most of you that watch me know how I think of our current president. I do believe that he does have some good. Uh, the people behind him do have some 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 good things, for lack of description. You know, I'd be hard pressed to really say the good that this uh, presidency is actually doing. And and listen, you could disagree with that. That's perfectly fine. You might think that this presidency is doing great things, and and if that's your perspective, that's fine. I don't disagree with your perspective. I just see things differently. And in this case, we have our leadership, uh, specifically at the White House of the federal government, that doesn't take responsibility for anything. They're always pointing the finger. I'm pretty in tune with what's going on nationally and internationally. And something that I've noticed not only in America, but worldwide the leaders of the of the world do not take responsibility for their actions and there's a very basic trait within leadership which is ownership of everything that uh, you touch as a leader so when you have let's say in this case the speaker of the white house constantly pointing fingers and not taking responsibility for anything uh, and let's say you have um, your joint chief of staff constantly pointing fingers and not taking responsibilities for anything. Uh, and let's say you have a president that's constantly pointing fingers and not taking responsibility of anything. From a two-decade leadership perspective, when you lack the ability to take responsibility and or hold others responsible because of the macro perspective of our country specifically in the Western culture and the American society becoming so soft, I personally believe that that is the number one problem with our leadership in America today is the softening of our society has dictated uh, no ownership and uh, not being able to hold others accountable for their actions when that trickles down to you, uh, your family unit, your business, uh, your community, and the state specifically. When, when you have people on a grand scale that are leaders and uh, they do not um, have the capacity to take responsibility for their actions or their orders and uh, then can't hold others accountable for their actions, uh, it trickles down to a soft society that is concerned about how people feel at all times rather than taking responsibility for actions and holding others accountable. And there's this polarity between leaders 
lacking soft skills as well. With this softening of society, uh, leaders also tend to be caught up in feelings and um, political correctness rather than understanding soft skills and how they work to actually lead people, like using kindness, candor, empathy, patience, self-awareness. And these soft skills, I find that you could look at anyone on the federal level, uh, they, they don't... Uh, they don't embody it. And then when you trickle it down to uh, coming across people, average day-to-day people, middle America, husbands, wives, they're leaders of their family, they don't have soft skills. And I believe the softening of society is the number one issue when it comes to leadership in America today in 2023. And I believe that if it was actually wanted to change, if people actually wanted to change, uh, the first step would be to um, take responsibility for your actions personally and then hold other people accountable in your life. And you'll get a lot of pushback from it. But if our entire society wanted to change and wanted strong leadership and wanted to actually progress as a country and generations to come rather than demolish our country and generations to come, for example, putting masks on children uh, while they should be socializing at four, five, and six years old, um, they've completely lost their socialization skills. And when I say destroying generations, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I believe that it's unfortunately being done and continues to be done purposely. And I believe the softening of our society has been purposeful. You know, the, the answer is not to go straight to a dictatorship. The answer is to work on ourselves personally. And hopefully in 2024, f- on the federal level, uh, replace um, our career politicians that don't have any concept of leadership with uh, leaders. And uh, what I can tell you is, for myself personally, experiencing it, at the state level when I ran for the House of Representatives in Connecticut. Coming in as a strong leader, uh, the rest of the politicians that I dealt with did not like it. They did not like the leadership that I possessed and made it very clear that it was not welcome. And that is a big problem. That's just at the state level, not, not only the personal or community level. And if that's the case, just in my short experience of running for the House of Representatives, District 118 for Milford, Connecticut, try to think about our entire country when it comes to who's in office now, how easily things could be replaced with leaders if leaders decided to step up, which... I also believe is a whole nother show that we could shoot, but leaders stepping up and taking responsibility for themselves, their communities, their states, and their country moving forward, I believe is vitally important. And as we become softer and softer, and as humans and leaders become less and less um, aware of soft skills, uh, I I foresee, um, unfortunately, uh, very weak leadership for our country over the next uh, generation and more. 
So that's my perspective on the number one problem when it comes to leadership in America. And I don't mean to sound somber about it. However, I believe that it's a very important topic that um, isn't discussed enough and should be discussed more often. And, and more importantly, action should be taken on it. And the first step, guys, when it comes to uh, creating better leadership in our country is uh, creating yourself as a leader or getting better as a leader, depending on where you are in that journey. And everyone is a leader. Uh, everybody is a leader. And if you are a part of a good organization, that organization will teach you how to become a better leader. Uh, I believe that's vitally important, especially for small business. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. Uh, I appreciate you. I love you. I'm sending you all the best in the new year. Make sure you guys take some serious fucking ground this year. We all need it. Our country needs it. Our communities need it. Our families need it. And most importantly, um, our world needs it. Let's fucking go. Can I kick it? tribe that flows in layers right now fife is a point sayer at times i'm a studio conveyor mr dink is with your